I think we finally have the cheeseburger. Oh, we've gotten it. Where was it this whole time? Uh, uh Georgian, the Georgian Republic. Is that what the joke generator to, to ble- brought to, to you? To please see Georgia. <laughs> is that a real city? It is. Winter yeah. Cell went there. They, they... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sam Splinter Cell did a mission in Tbilisi, Georgia. Everything I know about the Middle East I learned from Splinter Cell. Let me tell you about my family. I sell propane and propane accessories. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning back in to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. It's a radio podcast about cartoons. It's a real animated, real cartoon show podcast. We're cartoons and you can be too. I'm your host, Rory. (laughs) I'm Andy. And I'm Austin. And we're here every week to talk to you guys about just the wildest animated hijinks you guys can get you can get your dirty little mitts into. We've been you, we've been away on summer, so I've just felt like just letting everybody know what's going on, you know. Yeah. That's true. Making, sure, that, so making sure they've remembered who we are and what we do and how we do it and why and when. I think I've covered and, those now. And all I, of I our delicious have. comedy. And, and a delicious comedy along the way that you can lap up out of the saucepan. And don't think that we've we've letting ourselves letting ourselves get all droopy and droopy and slapped uh, for the summer. You know, we've we've really perped up. Uh, we've gotten ourselves back and vigorous. And uh, we're we Sister are, Act Two back in the habit is what we are. Yeah, we're funnier than ever before. I dare say, like Whoopi Goldberg and back in the habit. We're funnier than Whoopi Goldberg and back in the habit. I've I've heard that said before. I've heard that yeah. comparison be made. Or almost like <laughs> one of Andy's anime. Uh, we've trained and become sort of a much higher power level of humor in the time <laughs> off. Uh, well, while we were doing Just like Dude. Andy's animes where that happens. <laughs> just like, and one of You're Andy's right. fan animes. Where... <laughs> I write my own anime in my spare time. <laughs> Oh my god. No, actually, and I, I want to correct something you said, Rory. You say that we're here every week doing cartoons, uh, but that has been a lie for the last like five or six weeks or so. <gasps> gasp. Uh gasp, because we did a whole thing where we aired out our uh our I've read Dirty Dune laundry, show. Our un our unaired Dune show. <laughs> yeah. The show so good we didn't air it and then did later when <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how the rhyme goes. <laughs> Yeah, so if for some reason this is your very first episode listening to our show, and you're like, I want to listen to the backlog. Well, what about what happened to one Dune? episode? Yeah. But I wanted the Dune show. Well, thanks, Mom, <laughs> but unfortunately, yeah. everyone everyone else thinks it's Poops Magoo. No. <laughs> That's not actually confirmed. <laughs> that is not confirmed at all. No. No, I, I think people liked it. I liked it, but yeah. We are back to our, our regularly scheduled programming, and I think Rory, Rory, you're the one sort of leading this ship today, uh, so I think it's your job to tell us what the hell's going on. Well, you guys, uh, there are there are things you can love because they're good. There are things you can love because they're bad. There are things you love because they're weird. 
Mm. And there are things you love because of how many times they say the word zone. (laughs) 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 This week we're watching Spiral Zone, a show (laughs) quite heavily featuring zones of all kinds. Oh my god. Oh my god, a true game of zones. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, it's just... it's like every variant of the word zone too. Like they talk about like zone is a, a noun and a verb. And, and it's like, also a verb. Yeah. And then the people who are from the zone are zoners. There's zoners. <laughs> and uh, the number of zones in this, it, it, it rivals <laughs> the, the Sonic the Hedgehog zone game. <laughs> you know, for this production, we really wanted to have the most zones that's ever been put on. <laughs> is that Bernie Sanders? <laughs> it is. The it is now. What percent of what top percent top of zones? zones. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I can't I don't I don't even know I a lot of times we 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 talk about doing a show and we sort of go away from each other and we watch it independently and we come back so that we can you know we don't talk about it much so that we can have our reactions with each other live and a lot of times I kind of know what you guys are going to say but I really don't I don't have a handle on where we are in terms of how we perceive the quality of this show. I don't want to um, blow my load too early, but I do believe I've just said that all the things it doesn't have <laughs> besides <yeah>. zones. <laughs> um, you know, I just want to say, I just want to say without getting too much into it first is that I'm mm-hmm. really glad we're back watching a fucking awful show. Oh yeah. You know, it's oh, been, it's been a while. We watched King of the Hill and we just complimented that a lot. Um, <laughs> Oh god, so and exhausting to compliment something so. So much. exhausting to be nice. Um but you know, it's nice to be back with a stinker and uh it feels good. It feels good except when I'm watching the show. Um and except for my nose because it smells really bad. It's mm-hmm. it's a, stinker it's a, cuz you got your nose buried in a stinker. Yeah, my nose is right up in the zone. <laughs> and <I don't, laughs> Nose to the like zone. Nine, nose <laughs> to the grind zone. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, so what is this? What is this show? Uh, it was made in 1987, uh, and sometimes I like to think about this context-wise about other much better shows that came out that same year. And uh, we're talking about something like Dino Saucers is even better than this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? This show makes Ring Raiders look like the goddamn Breaking Bad. <laughs> looks like well, the breaking bad you know that ring, show the breaking bad the breaking bad yeah yeah i ring uh, raiders this, is way better than where this. the science teacher gets mean <laughs> the science yeah. teacher who gets mean yeah uh-huh. uh the, yeah i mean this show came out of the same year as teenage mutant ninja turtles which everything in 1987 gets you know a big wag of the finger because it's not as good as tmnt but like right. beverly hills teens is better than this show from the same year and so is brave star for christ's sake all these shows had something better than this uh <laughs> and and from, from what i can tell the only other like big mainstream thing that the like the companies that produced this show like were attached to in any way like in our realm, you know, like animation was Brave Little zone. Toaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess any of you people who like Brave Little Toaster, uh, you know, here you go. Here's something else. It's very yeah, this not is like certainly it. something else. This is a whole new zone. <laughs> uh, that in. Um, I, you know, I, I can compare it to Ring Raiders, I think, because similar to Ring Raiders, this was also based on a toy line ahead of time and so the show was reverse engineered to sort of fit 
what the toy line was. And and yet somehow yeah, they didn't really reverse engineer anything. The show is is about as vapid as can be. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I watched the first episode and I knew Overlord was the name of a bad guy, but we don't know anything about him other than he right. loves zones uh, <laughs> so much. <laughs> Motherfucker loves zones. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the good guys don't like zones, even though they're called the Zone Riders. So you know, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me just read the summary that is on IMDb. It's a little long, but I think it's necessary. Before we go into the specific episodes, I think we need to just, like, and really and I cover say one what's... thing. Yes. One thing before you read this. Listeners, you are about to learn about 80% of this stuff uh, only in this synopsis and not from the episodes. No. Uh, the episodes that we watch contains almost none of this information. So, Nor the uh... theme song. Nor the theme song. We do not get, like, a good setup in the theme song either. No. Uh, So go ahead. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Okay, here we go. An evil scientist, who is Overlord, invents a device that emits a radiation that controls the minds of the people within its range. He gathers a sizable percentage of the Earth on his initial attack, and conventional forces cannot counterattack as they will also come under the power of the zone if they enter. Zone. Earth's most powerful soldiers are united to combat the menace while wearing their zone-resistant suits. Each zone generator is biological in nature and grows to full size and capacity in a matter of minutes. Earth's free forces are faced with the challenge of destroying the generators while resisting the zone-controlled forces, not to mention how easy it is to reestablish a control zone. The good guys consist of five soldiers that are dropped into special missions by a zone-resistant plane. The bad guys consist of about six guys that are specially treated by Overlord to be zone resistant they still show the red blemishes and retain them whether in or out of zone controlled area while maintaining their free will and are supported by zone troopers who wear a helmet that allows them to leave zone controlled areas while remaining under zone control you know what's crazy is that with all this sounds good or bad this sounds like the description of a board game and not a toy line it does (laughs) holy shit oh my god it's like risk does yeah, yeah. Like risk, and you got zone tokens, and like you're moving them around, and 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 shit. You cannot leave a zone controlled area if you are able to, <laughs> <laughs> unless you have a you know your forces have a zone helmet token. God, uh, I think that this is it's it's so funny when there's an a, an imbalance between how convoluted the world building is and how not convoluted any of the writing is. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like so like this it's it's such a problem. <laughs> this show is guilty of one of two things and I think one of them is hilarious, uh, the other one is is just kind of basic incompetence of there either this is a, just an absolute rejection of making the military cool or these people have no idea what soldiers do. Yeah, uh, right. Cuz they're just constantly walking around their base being like Hey, want to hang out with me? And the other guy's like, no, I must study for war. And then, <laughs> and then the first one will be like, no, I wanted to hang out and talk about war. And Video they're like, games. oh, cool. <laughs> yes, we can do that. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say that that there are other shows in the 80s that are just as guilty of this as well. I that follow think they're a military better structure. At, they're better at overly romanticizing it. And these guys are fucking dweebs. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The show is set in 2007, so uh, you know maybe things are different in that time. 
We don't know what that future would hold. That far flung year of 2007. Uh, I, <laughs> I do, I do actually have one, one, uh, odd fact about this, which is that, uh, I realized when I was looking through the, the credits that the main, like, you know, there's like executive producers, which of course are the companies that made the show. There's like, uh, a couple people who are more involved in like the nitty gritty of actually running the show, but the producer credit is one person and it's a woman, which I That's found nice. fascinating. Uh, because this is such a like uber masculine show. Yeah, you really it, wouldn't know it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was you really wouldn't... interesting. This this woman named Diana Drew Botsford, and uh, she doesn't have too many writing credits, but she wrote like a few of the Stargate novels and like I don't know. She seems pretty legit. It's oh, just, so she, it's like, just seems... she likes military fantasy. She, that's what yes, she does. So I don't know. The At least somebody genre. was. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where the problem came from in this in this show, but it just has. OK, I'll, I don't think it has any heart. This show has no heart, which makes it no. so that it doesn't draw me in. So uh, that's my that's my sad hot take at the beginning before we dive into what's ridiculous about it. But uh, <laughs> I just yeah. pooped in the pool. Now let's dive right in. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a took a little took a little emotional dump. Um, you know, also, before we do that, I I'm just want to preamble the theme song. Because oh. it is the best it's part a, about the it's show. A, hands it's down. a rock and roll bang, bang tune. It's, it's a, rock a real bangster. <laughs> Actually, that's a that's a that's a perfect that's a perfect excuse to to listen to it right now. So let's let's uh, let's give some context and listen to this bangster. Surrender or pay the consequences. that oh it's so good it's such a good theme and i've never seen such a it gets your yeah it gets all your bits going (laughs) yeah i heard the the (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know it gets your bits ready for fun (laughs) and it just gets your bits and you know, uh, I've never seen a wider gulf between a real slam dance of a theme song and just a total stink pot of a show. Yeah. Um, and can I say I came into this show with actually, well, not like before watching it, but as I sat down to watch it, I actually came in with pretty high expectations. Uh, now I can look backwards and say why that was a false uh, uh, hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. But so when I so I I clocked it at almost three minutes before there was any dialogue, yeah. And that again, you know, this is a, this is an era where cartoons tell you everything that's going on, and then and then in the theme song, and then as soon as the episode starts, they tell you what's going on again. They say their yeah. names and what they're doing, and this show just gave you absolutely none of that. And I was fascinated 
my guess is they had about a nine page script and just had to make it work. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, we're because- not doing a 22 minute show, are we? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is another one of those 65 episode orders. That's a lot yeah, of content to ton. fuck out. Good lord. And and in speaking of of um, you know not giving you any of the info, it was about seven or eight minutes into the show of you know twenty episodes of twenty minutes before I even had the like. Be, I guess from the from the from the theme song, you do know it's good guys who are soldiers versus bad guys. But for the most part, I really had almost no idea what was going on for the first almost ten, half of the show. And I yep. I, that, I, you that, don't even see the zone for some. You don't minutes. even see the zone. <laughs> that at first intrigued me, but it was clearly uh, me projecting intrigue onto what was just a just an awful script that made no sense. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's. I think I think generally, right? There's there's two strategies that these shows employed, and one was I'll give you way too much in the theme song so that I don't have to worry about you know anybody tuning into a random episode not not being up to speed or the theme song is generic and every episode at the beginning i'll clunkily write you know make sure i say everyone's name and kind of get the the given circumstances in every episode i think it's kind of bold and terrible for a show to choose to do neither Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I, i i probably can count on one hand the number of times in each of these episodes anyone calls anyone else by their name it's only by virtue of the Wikipedia page that I even have a clue of what anyone's name is, aside from Dirk Courage. Dirk Courage, is... <laughs> about the man of the man with the plan, Dirk Courage. The man of the hour, Dirk Courage, um, who is our whitest and straightest, so he's our, he's our hero of the show. Not the character named Hero, but he's Dirk right. Courage is the main character. He's the, he's the guy. He's the dude. Oh, my um, God. Dirk Courage. That's wow. beefcake. And it's Flash Gordon levels of ridiculous. Like, just yeah. what a name. And they did. I mean, to give this to give this show, it's it's uh, it's two it's two it's two cents of of props. I thought that the multiculturalism in the show was good. It was it was not yeah. hammy or offensive. Uh, the well, Mexican the Mexican accent was a little bit like oh hey but, but I mean stereotypical look, I, it, it was not it, he didn't ever be like oh chalupas you know so, yeah I mean I don't so love I can forgive that the voice bandit is a, like a Middle Eastern terrorist um, oh I didn't get he was yeah I didn't pick that up but yeah. he's but it, this but, was, I guess, but this was before you know that was a real thing well yeah I you you know, gonna, it, look. Look, as you know, I I acknowledge that it was a step in the right direction. It's still a an all white voice cast, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, especially a guy doing sort of a Japanese voice. Oh man, for Hirotaka, Hirotaka which isn't great. Um, but, but you know, know, it was it was I, a step was, in the right direction. Yeah, I and and I was almost okay with Hirotaka for the most like for both of these episodes that we watched. I was like. They're not doing anything terrible. There's just somebody's attempt at an accent, and he's just as much a team member as everybody else, and nobody calls attention to. It. And then he did karate in episode in the second episode, and I was like, like, of course, of course, the Asian man, when under you know hypnotism, just defaults <laughs> to martial arts. Like this is what we do. This is how, you know. So I I almost gave him full points, and then I docked some. Uh, let's summarize episode one. Yes, okay. please do it, Austin. Spiral Zone, episode one, it's called Holographic Zone Battle. 
which is, <laughs> you know, so delicious. Good. That got um, me really excited. It did um, for about 30 seconds. <laughs> um, so here's the blurb. While the writers prepare to take out a zone generator that is blocking San Francisco Harbor, Bandit infiltrates their base and tricks Hero into accepting a hypnotic device disguised as a holographic computer game. This was the most confusing part of the show to me uh, because I didn't understand the... I We just got into the show. I don't know the rules of zones yet. I don't know what zones are. <laughs> and now there is a video game about zones that that's like yeah. the first introduction to the zones is is as a video game like now okay so is this a, is he gonna get sucked into the video game is that the kind of show we're watching right yeah, it, what it, else it's it's a it's really a, dumb way to introduce your world i was so confused for the rest of the we episode. don't know this is the future we don't know this is i mean yeah there's not a goddamn thing we're given it's, uh, it's, it's such, such a, a baffling choice. choice for a first episode yeah uh and yeah, so we get we get introduced to this bad guy uh, who heavily features in both of the episodes we watched today. So we, we got um, this guy, Bandit, uh, whose whole thing is that he's Replicon from Sky Surfer Strike Force. Basically, he just he just turns into other people like he's a really good, good disguise boy. But uh, we see right. a little bit more of it, right? Like he has to do some work to make the face and stuff. It's kind of cool. Yeah, he's got contacts, I guess. OK, so <laughs> who is this guy? This this like nice man who runs a nice little store. Uh, yeah, I guess he's just some nice the military man the, store, uh, yeah. the military like Circuit City that yeah. he runs. Who's he, he like stocks video games and stuff? I don't know what what do the military do? We don't know. We play video games on their off time, um, and he gets just just roasted immediately by uh, by Bandit. And I thought he was dead. I thought he was for sure just dead. Uh, but what's confusing to me is that Bandit then instantly has like a perfect mask of the man's face. Like, yeah, he's already he, had the mask. He it was really confusing. He must have, uh, which intrigued me, right? That he, he was kind of mission impossible in it. He'd, he mm-hmm. they had a plan. And again, this yeah. was just a, a, a cool little idea that I gave too much credit to because clearly they were just like, okay, well now the bad guys, I guess we'll, he'll have him be the good guy. You know, he, it's just, it's a really lazy way to write plots. If, that if you just have a guy who can just transform into a good guy and now he's the bad yeah. guy, good guy, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Now there's the, yeah, now the good guy's the bad guy. Okay. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Uh, there's also, there's also a sequence where we're watching him mission impossible into the base where he just climbs over some barbed wire. Like it's not there. Uh, yeah. which is kind of intense, I guess. I, I don't know. It surprised me. I wasn't sure if it was an oversight or like meant to imply how badass he is that he can just touch Barbara. I think, Andy, at this point, <laughs> we can guess that it was not meant to imply anything. <laughs> that implications are not something we should be giving this show credit for thinking about. You're right. right. You're right. Now, uh, the people who walk in the door ready to buy a fun video game <laughs> is um, we have Tank and Hero. And Tank... Yes is i an would arnold say, schwarzenegger knockoff well i would say tank well schwarzenegger, wasn't he, isn't he mexican isn't he the mexican one I no was, no no he's, he's the russian one no no he's the tank german is one the mo- is the no, most the german french, one he's the most french german person i've seen <laughs> uh-huh. uh because this german accent goes places um <laughs> it gets like a little bit like this uh oh, yeah, sometimes sure. and maybe it's it's yeah man they're real, the same real up and down 
and Hiro Taka, we've already talked about. Um, he's sort of young and and excitable, and he's excited to buy a video game. And uh, I don't even know what his role is on the ship because I think he he's doesn't... I think he's kind of the kid insert. He's a little bit younger, a little bit less experienced. He's, the he's kid. excited. Yeah, he's 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 excited by video games. Uh, video games. <laughs> So yeah, that's I think he's I think he's for the childrens to be like that's me. I want to that's you know I'm no mm-hmm. Dirk Courage, but I could be here. <laughs> I could be here talking. <laughs> oh, and uh, and freaking Tank just like rails on him for liking video games. He's like, you're a nerd. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> about like, strategy. Oh, okay. <laughs> read a history book. <laughs> like oh god i don't know but the the problem is that hero wants this video game and then the fake guy who is the bandit in a mask sells him this hologram thing and the hologram thing the holographic zones uh, zone projector it, it looks like yeah. a somewhere between a like a hand grenade and a disco ball <laughs> yes yes and it uh it it is at once a video game that's like a hologram like tron style and a hypno uh like a hypnosis device and so he uses it and then there's a lot like way more than i expected of holographic nonsense cyber nonsense yes yeah, it's just just... just a bunch of cyber nonsense of him blowing up these tanks and it's just a really long sequence and then at the end it looks like he gets whammied um and and he stays whammied for most of the episode i had such a hard time paying attention to this show i tried so <laughs> hard to just it doesn't Even, give you anything to sink your like. So there's nothing to hold on to. It's a no. it's spherical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's like a dog that has zone. a way too big ball that he can't bite. Yeah, it's just it's like I yeah I just this had nothing for me. I, I don't like to throw the term unwatchable around too much, <laughs> um, because so much is at least moderately watchable i don't know mm-hmm. about this show i and this so this show is so inoffensive it's hard to have such a hot take but yeah there's just it's 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 inarticulate gobbledygook right yeah <laughs> it's got no bones it's got it's no got, bones it's got no bones <laughs> here it's comes all no bones <laughs> uh so we meet we kind of we i mean in as much as we meet anyone in this show we meet the rest of the good guys uh, it's sort of this official briefing. Dirk Courage is telling them all about how there's a zone generator fucking up the Golden Gate Bridge and they need to like, you know, it's making zone happen in bad spot and they need to fight zone. I would and say a generous 10 minutes of both the episodes we watched are driving scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And driving their big point, wheel. Their big at wheels. At some point we, we need to talk about their their fucking motorcycles, but <laughs> yes, oh. uh, we should we should br- briefly introduce the other zone riders because we meet yes. uh Katarina. Katarina uh, Anastasia the, from Russia. From Russia. And um, she and Dirk the have like some shit going on because of course they do, because she's the only girl and he's the white one. Because he's the he's the strong white man and he gets he gets first claim of the of the women folk <laughs> on the team. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yep. Uh but what's something that's interesting is that it almost seems like, and I'm sure I'm sure there's gonna be like sexual tension at some point in other episodes of this show, but it almost seems like they were just getting it out of the way in the first episode because they have this brief conversation where they're like, yes, obviously we want to make sex time with each other. But, but that zone. Oh, but the, just the zone's too important. We have to put it on the back burner entirely. <laughs> yeah. And I was yeah. interested by the fact that they're both on the same page. That she's not just lusting after him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's yeah. putting her off. Uh, yeah. But it's still, I think, I, my guess is that it's not going to 
go anywhere interesting or cool. Totally, uh, totally. No. But, but I did, I did like that they were just both like, yes, we both want to sixty nine, but cannot. <laughs> but but this damn zone. But this God. damn zone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're totally right. Damn though, this zone. The, <laughs> the, the leaders, the leaders in these shows are always just these like completely asexual, which is not a bad thing. I'm just saying like they have like no sexual. They have desire. no. They don't want women because that would make them. Yeah. That, because that a woman who is wanted is 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 not a woman worth having. Ugh, right. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I. I don't. I don't know why it's always such a trope with these things of the of like the the, the like type A captain who can get any woman he wants but refuses them. Maybe it's maybe it's because they're they're trying to appeal to preteens who still think women are gross, and so it's like mm-hmm. it's like you know he's all about the mission, and that's cool. That's what's cool is the guns and the and the explosions. The the funny um, thing I noticed about these these don't forget about guns too. boys they're cool too <laughs> they're, whoa get your NRA license go to Kmart and buy a shooter forget about girls forget about your troubles come on down and get a twelve gauge <laughs> the the thing I noticed about all these hero characters is that uh, I've noticed several times that when I've checked IMDb for like what else did this main character do what else did this like completely just like dauntless main character man uh, do. And they almost always become announcers for things. Um, mm. They've, mm-hmm. they've gone on to be like John Oliver's announcer for like last week tonight, or it was like the announcer for like a, you know, a bunch of different shows that, that they've gone off and just to, because they just have no unique traits about them. <laughs> yeah. They sound just... maybe competent. They've got a, an air of competency. And that's about all they needed. Mm-hmm. Right. Are you saying yeah, the bar so- is somehow lower for uh, wealthy white men? <laughs> <laughs> what a yeah. hot take. Hot take. That's a 2019 takedown. That's a 2019 takedown. <laughs> oh, there the we patriarchy. go. We got to get while we can. We've only got a couple months left. Yeah. Um, um, so they're going to turn into 2020, 2020 poop slides. So, <laughs> so yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we met we met Katarina. That's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Max Jones, who I we guess barely get I, anything from. We don't really. I don't know shit about Max Jones. No, they really don't give him anything. It's like Aaron Forrester who gets nothing. There's a shot at some point where he's running away from the camera, and we do get a nice shot of his shapely butt. Mm-hmm. Katarina has True. a very cool. Uh, this is kind of this is jumping ahead. She's the only person who had a memorable moment to me. It's silly, but it's funny. I I, I want to give it its 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 day in the sun. Uh, are we are we? I'll let you keep introducing the characters. But are we done talking about the plot of this first one? I mean, I don't think we've we've barely even. Well, then nothing happens. I nothing yeah. happens. <laughs> <laughs> what what plot is there to describe? They hear about a zone and they drive to it for ten minutes and then drive back home for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> there's a cut. There's a couple little things I want to bring up, but you're not wrong. Yeah. It's mostly done. Right. right. Well, then I'll, I'll hold off on my on my Katarina compliment. We'll keep okay. Because <laughs> um, is it is it about episode twelve? Yeah, we can we can get there in a minute. Yeah, we've we've got our villains too. So we have the villains are the Black Widows. Which is never really explained why they're called that. It's I don't they're know, women. Like a, it's like so a motorcycle gang. It's they're not all women. I thought just the girls. The I got the impression that was just like the, the name of the girl, like a, like a secret 
team of, of his bad guys. Is that not the case? They're all the Black Widows. No, they're all yeah, Black all the Widows. bad guys are. Oh, so yeah, Black so just Widows. like the Scorpions, it's just a fun. It's just yeah. a scary monster, a scary animal to be your right. to be your gang name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so you've got Overlord, who's I guess the bad guy and was a doctor. He kind of looks made like the he- zones. Everybody in the zone has all of these like weird. They look. They look kind They've of got, like burn scars or they, like they, weird. It's like scabs. leprosy. It's like le- but they don't want to go too far and make it too yucky, so they wind up looking super dumb. It, it looks dumb. Yeah. But Overlord looks like someone slapped bacon on his face. But they, they honestly, <laughs> honestly, what they look like, what they look like is um. This when is this show is in the eighties, right? Eighty nine, yeah. eighty eighty seven. You know where I'm going with this? They kind of look like uh, the AIDS. Uh, Oh, AIDS you think? I think, think a little that's bit. What they're At least as on? much as the show can be, as much as it can look like anything. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. kind of what I think they look like. Interesting. I mean, I, they're, I think their faces think... are sort of covered in lesions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, lesions. That's what I was thinking of. Thank you, Austin. Yeah, I think it. I think it does kind of uh, look a little like from a world building perspective. I, I think like. That, I that... I liked it. Like I said, they 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 go very far short of making it real, like anything. Uh, yucky, which I don't know that that would have been the right choice. But they do it. They do accomplish off-putting, which I, I like. think so. I I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Just showing, just showing that the zone doesn't just like make their eyes yellow or something. Yeah, yeah. Was a was a stronger choice. Um, I have to give this show a little bit of credit, and we'll go into this more next episode. But they they do a little bit of decent um future prediction. Um, there we yep. have, we overhear a conversation of a, a guy talking to another guy that oh, his yes. friend just saw, just saw Rambo 12 in theaters uh, <laughs> and, and tickets cost $30 yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's not a terrible, uh, not a terrible prediction. It's kind of safe, I guess, but you know, um, yeah, we, but they did literally coming out Rambo in theaters movies. right now is Rambo last blood. Like we've got another Rambo movie coming out right now. <laughs> That's yeah. not a joke. Um, and they also predicted um, around 2007 having a black president, uh, which, you know, yeah. is also like, hey, you kind of you guys kind of are two for two a little bit <laughs> yeah. um, on, on the future stuff. Was um, the president <laughs> supposed to be black? Yeah, he seemed like he was black, but they didn't want to do that too much. Like no. they wanted, yeah. I got the same, I the same impression. Like he, you could, you could, you could clearly tell he could be ethnic, but you could also just say he's uh, Italian if you had to, if you were trying to appease, <laughs> appease. And it's, it's an olive skin, you know. You, he's within, he's within, think, he's within acceptable white range. Do you, do you think that that's what they pitched it when they went to the studio? They were like, I but, do, th- I do but. think every time you see ethnic people on TV in the '80s and they look like they could be, especially animated. And you could you could argue that they might be white. I I think that it was intentional. I think they didn't go. Yeah. I don't think they. I think they chose not to make him very black. Yes. Yeah. I don't mind taking the cynic route on that. I think you're right, Roy. Thank and, you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, the, yeah. The the rest of the the rest of the black widows don't really matter. We meet we meet Bandit, and then there's some other ones that are like I don't know. There's one that looks like he's got a turtle shell on his back that shoots rockets. Is that Razorback? Uh, it might be Razorback. It might be a different one. <laughs> it's worth a I, shot. It might. Yeah, who knows? Who the fuck knows? They all wear the same goddamn outfit. They have the same color scheme. They're so boring. It's yeah. Ju- ah, yeah. Ah. It's so hard to follow any sort of through line, through line because, one, the zone writers, our main characters, all have to suit up and wear the same outfit and ride the same mm-hmm. bikes when they go into the zone. And so you don't know who's doing what. No. It's uh. true. 
Uh, we should we should briefly we should briefly talk about Commander Courage and his big wheel that he rides. <laughs> Because his motorcycle is like a it's a giant wheel that he sits inside, which is already, you know, that could be a fun design. But then they, they basically just strap a giant gun on the top of the wheel. And it looks like the dumbest. I, I, I can't even maybe I'll have to put that image somewhere in the image for this episode. Because OK, I, my f- my favorite image, though, my favorite gun image is when we have Dirk Courage all suited up in his outfit and in his zone outfit. And he has little guns on his shoulders. <laughs> and these guns on his shoulders, my favorite visual was seeing him running or just walking. And these guns just kind of flop around and kind of point everywhere, which really, <laughs> really like shows you how stupid it is to have guns on your shoulders. Because oh, my God. What are you doing? <laughs> well, it's, it's Those like things the, aren't going <laughs> to. It's like the Silverhawks with their with their foot guns. Right. Right. Their yeah, weird little shoulder and their things. shoulder lasers. Yeah, it's like or elbow. Mm. Wasn't it their elbows? Didn't they have gun like, elbows lasers come out yeah, of their yeah. elbows? But at least you can point your elbow more intentionally, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. like having fixed having fixed guns on your shoulders does nothing. This is nothing. <laughs> um, okay. Um, hero uh, ends up giving up some information about whatever. Uh, so the so the villains have some information from hero. Uh, the zone writers got to go into the zone to get them. <laughs> they got to uh, go into that zone. And they have the, the zone. they have the doctor, their the friendly doctor who's Dr. played by Lawrence. Frank, Frank Welker. Uh, yes. and he makes like a new version of the game. Uh, just sort of casually like, oh, you know, I made an updated video game. Uh, that that makes new holograms and doesn't hypnotize people. And here, just sort of <laughs> see if you can use that. Um, yeah, he gives that and he to does. Dirk. He does kind of. I don't know. He makes some bad guys shoot at nothing and distracts them. There's some. There's some really low effort payoffs. Uh, right. They go in. They find Hero. He's whammied. They have to. The uh, tank basically just knocks him out with one really really good punch, uh, which probably hurt a lot. And then they carry him out and they blow up the whole place. This is the episode that we watched. They yeah. blow up the yeah. place. What a shit pile. <laughs> And they get him back. Oh, uh, but we have to have a moment right at the very end where Tank yes. can, continues to shame Hero for his love of video games. <laughs> and when they're, they're in the hospital and Hero's getting better, and he's like, he brought him a present. And he's like, oh, I didn't know you even liked video games. And he's like, it's not a video game. It's chess, you nerd. Learn how to play a real game. <laughs> a military game. game. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know. I don't know what we were supposed to take out of this episode, but. <laughs> Join the army. yeah dog um the the weirder part what's super liminal messaging hey you join the navy (laughs) join the nate yvonne at neige baby (laughs) um the the end credits uh do a really weird thing i don't know if you noticed in the end credits they cut they do a very uh noticeable cut to the theme song for the end credits to make it fit Uh uh-huh Earth's so most the way- powerful soldiers fight the spiral <laughs> zone. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> uh, when we very clearly have heard that that's not how it goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they cut this whole like Earth's the last chance like to f- two, and then yeah, just fight the spiral zone. And uh, I, what were they thinking, man? I don't we'll know, have but to, I like. We'll have to play I like that, that they cut it. 
we'll have to play that hard cut on the on the way out. Yeah, here. but I um, I like that they that they cut that because it cuts the really 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 awkward phrasing of Earth's most powerful soldiers are Earth's last chance. Yeah, so, and it feels like there's an extra syllable in there too. Uh, Earth's the Earth's the last chance. <laughs> Earth's the <laughs> last chance. It's yeah. a weird one. Everything's weird about this show. We should talk about episode yep. twelve. So Great. Let's, uh, Let's hear that. Let's hear that other cut. Earth's most powerful soldiers fight the spirals. Uh, welcome back. Here we are. It's uh, it's the Green Hill Zone. This is now a Sonic the Hedgehog episode. Uh, we're doing we're doing Green Hill oh, Zone. No, and our podcast is over. Sorry, everybody. We'll see you never. I guess we're close. We're shuttering our doors and windows and killing ourselves. Oh, <laughs> no, wait. I can take us to the Spiral Zone if you want. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Good. Oh, god. We have to go back. This is Spiral Zone episode twelve. This one's called the Imposter. Uh, and full disclosure, we we knew that there was a chance we might never want to watch Spiral Zone again after one episode, and so we wanted to make sure we watched the one where the president got kidnapped. Yeah, we have a we have a we have mm-hmm. some running themes in this show. If there's an episode about kidnapping the president, we do it. There's an episode <laughs> about bees. We'll do the episodes yeah. about bees. <laughs> so, and I think I think that's pretty smart because I think we're we're like three for three on kidnapping the president episodes. I, I feel like I they're always pretty damn good they're so uh, good <laughs> yeah captain what was planet it? It was, it, did a, captain planet and sky surfer strike force right i think so i i wouldn't be surprised if our james bond jr episode got it in there too but i can't remember <laughs> um all right yeah so this is this is the this is the synopsis such as it is the black widows kidnap the american president and a disguised bandit takes his place and if that sounds familiar it's because 12 episodes in we're already recycling <laughs> yeah, you know, um this whole episode features people who are generally pretty um un unsuspicious about the fact that they have Bandit who keeps getting them. Yeah. And uh Well, I, it's the you know, it's the same issue we had with with Replicon, right? Where it's like, well, if we've got this guy who can just do everything, uh I guess we'll have him do everything again, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he won't do everything cuz yeah. he won't kiss a boy. He won't kiss a boy. Right. But I won't right. do that. <laughs> <laughs> His contract is very specific. Uh, and and so we've got, with this opens up, we've got Professor Lawrence trying out another doohickey, but this time it's like this, this sort of remote. Like, Zone negator. Yeah. It like runs from a drone or something, maybe. I'm not really sure. But it was it, a dumpster. You, <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, a magic dumpster. A magic dumpster that fixes the zoners. Uh, and it looks like it's going to work and some people are like dezoning and then it like explodes and doesn't work. Uh, and I got some, some serious like roboticizer vibes from the Sonic, uh, Sadam show and oh God, we're back in, we're in casino night zone. Here we are, everybody. It's the Sonic no. the Hedgehog Oh podcast. no, we're, we're everybody. The podcast is over again. <laughs> God damn it. You can't keep doing this. It's well, so you confusing. can't keep treating us like, like <laughs> hostages for your dark whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no um, we're back in the good zone that's the one that, <laughs> it's only good because we're there and that's look we're here in the zone yeah uh <sighs> yeah so so i don't know the doctor the doctor's pissed off because he really wanted to impress 
uh, pre- Prezi, President Senpai, and uh, <laughs> President and- Greg. <laughs> yeah, President Greg. There and- is a line. There is a line later in this episode that says, Gre- "Where the general says, Greg, the president." <laughs> <laughs> you know, Greg, the president, <laughs> Prezel boy. Yeah, Greg. Well, that's like that's what uh, I always, that's the thing I miss most about not being best friends with Obama because I'm told he goes by Barry with all his friends and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm glad we have a cool skiing president in this show. <laughs> oh yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, cuz then we because see that guy snowboarding. Mhm. The not not a second after they've said, you know, my friend the president, Greg. <laughs> Uh, do we cut to like some sick skiing and snowboarding tricks? Wait, are we talking about Greg W or Greg the president? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're doing snowboard tricks and the president is skiing because he's dope. Yeah, and, he's dope. Uh, he's on his way, I guess, to the ski base or whatever where the, the <laughs> some sort of some sort of snow base that he needs to ski to. Um it seems but like instead, the NCC can be anywhere. That's their headquarters. It seems like it's anywhere and everywhere. Or maybe it's mm-hmm. mobile. I'm not really sure. The MM uh, sure stands for mobile. Yeah. And it's 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 like they're always like 20 seconds away from helping any problem <laughs> that shows up. Yeah. So like they have to be wherever. Right. Uh, but now now there's a bandit switcheroo that happens. They scoop up the prez. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, yeah, Bandit becomes the president, uh, and then there's this kind of incomprehensible snow fight that happens. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Because Overlord and Bandit show up with the president, and Bandit's like, you know, he's like, "Oh, I don't, you're never. This is stupid. It's not going to work. The vice president will just take over." And he's like, "No, you idiot. We're going to turn into you." And then they have to deal with the president. And Overlord says probably, this is probably my favorite line in either episode that we watched. Overlord says, Zone him. Welcome to the zone, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the zone, Mr. President. <laughs> and then they uh, put the fucking helmet on him. And just the idea that you can order someone to zone him. <laughs> fucking zone him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, the uh, the sort of illusion. He uh, Bandit isn't wearing a mask of the president. He's doing. Yeah, he's doing some light blackface here. I'll say. Um, but, yeah, but, but he's a villain, I mean, he, so we already. He's doing hate it him. through a holographic projection or a hollow prage. Uh, Is it blackface to, when you just <laughs> genuinely taking control of like somebody? Like, I think that's just a. I think. It, uh, yeah, I think it's worse. Is okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I just thought it was funny. It's like, oh, you impersonated and, you know, he's like taking control of the entire nation. And he's yeah, doing he's black doing... <laughs> Um. So though the other weird thing for me that happened right after that was as soon as they they do the switcheroo, there's this like Dan Aykroyd motherfucker who r- runs up to Dirk oh. Courage and says like, the president's been kidnapped. They kidnapped the president. Like, He's, who is this guy? You, you, you <laughs> who is just, this guy? You, as a writer, you have just made it better on accident than what really happened. He said, they've kidnapped the president. And then we cut away and then he runs up and then he says again in the exact same inflection. They've kidnapped the president. It's the same line twice, except he points okay. this time. It's that's yeah, it, it's so. <laughs> 
I mean, this is another one of those things where we're talking about it on the podcast and we can't actually encompass how stupid it is to watch it. This is this is something that you need to see. Watch this goddamn episode. This is the one you watch. If you pick one out of the two, this is the one. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess from here, we just, you know, the fake Prez is he's in the office um, that he outlines his plan with Overlord and Overlord is like, Okay, don't do anything like super big or dramatic or people will <laughs> will get immediately suspicious. So immediately after that, he goes on public TV and says, "All right, the war with the zone is over." Yeah. And everything's and good and we're going to hold a ceasefire. <laughs> well, and also I'm your... disbanding the zone right. Yeah, this is this is a big <laughs> right. star screen moment. We've just got we've got a guy just with absolute disregard for for the the chain of command. <laughs> He just told him to do. Uh, yeah, I just. <laughs> he doesn't even get lectured for it either. Um, no, because just, that presu- presumably that's Overlord's plan. Presumably, right? Yeah, I guess that's because, fair. Yeah, because Overlord he, he didn't want. He was like the the first question. He was like, "Should I like confiscate their suits?" And he's like, "No, no, 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 no. Don't you know? Don't make waves. Don't 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 be don't do big shit." And then I guess this is his plan, which again is either feels like big shit. It's big shit. It's big shit. And I, I don't know. This again, it's bad. It's bad writing. It's inconsistent writing. It's it's not even internally consistent within the same like 30 seconds of footage. Um, uh so this this uh how do we get to the point where uh there there was like a fiasco with the zone writers? Wasn't that before they declared the war over? Well, so oh, that they was get the arrested. Peace conference thing. Yeah, they brought weapons. They end up actually using weapons at the peace conference because it's a huge <laughs> trap. And so they oh, get court-martialed and arrested um, by the president. So they'll go to jail. <laughs> they go through a fucking loophole because the fake president ordered ordered Commander Courage to bring him and all his men, and they shouldn't be armed. And so he's like, well, Katarina, you're not a man. So I guess that was, if you that was, follow so, the orders uh, no, to the letter. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's, that's my favorite. Like, the best man for the job as a woman. Like, no, he ordered all men to stand down. And Katarina's like, on it, boss. <laughs> I don't th- the judge won't care about semantics. Yeah. Is this how you follow your president's orders? This is how you do that? You just like like I think the president's like wrong, malicious so compliance gonna... is okay. Yeah, yeah, malicious <laughs> compliance, exactly. And so they don't bring weapons except she brings enough weapons for all of them plus like some extra people in like a fucking trailer in the back of her motorcycle. And she shows up separately just blazing guns and they're like, Well, shit's gone out of control, so I guess we're all just gonna arm up out of this convenient chest where we put all the guns and we're still <laughs> technically obeying the president it's like no <laughs> it's not how orders work <laughs> that's not <laughs> orders it's not how any well, of this works and for that reason they go to jail um, <laughs> they do. and uh but thankfully i guess it's not really a problem because they still have explosives with them um because the general who's greg's friend um <laughs> gave them let them have let them have some explosives to break out of prison. Yeah, and it's like Greg's not worried about disobeying orders. He's just gonna do President it. Greg doesn't is not cool Greg. about it. I mean, Come I mean on, the general. Be cool. Oh, general. Yeah, yeah. The general. The, he doesn't. He doesn't have to like he, like hedge his way around some awkward phrased orders. He just gives prisoners explosives and then just does that because that's how he does it. Because he knows his bud Greg, and his bud Greg <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't do what he's doing right now. So yeah, so clearly uh, we got to do something. Doesn't sound about like it. Greg. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Greg. <laughs> I bet Greg's been zoned. 
He sounds um, like a zone boy. <laughs> oh, and and at the same time, the the doctor has made a some sort of like anti hologram emitter that reveals present Greg to be Nega Greg um, on bandit. TV. They find out he's Bandit, and yeah. you know oh they save God. the president. Um, no, I guess there's there's something that like is on screen for maybe like half a second that. I this this show sometimes like has some kind of dark moments to it. Like if you think about him too hard and on his way out, Bandit has been, you know, giving like a big press conference to a room full of important people as, you know, as President Greg. And when he's revealed and he runs the hell out, he like drops behind some like, I guess, zone grenades of some sort. <laughs> and for a second on the, on the <laughs> on the TV screen, we see the whole room of people get zoned. Yeah. All those important people, they get fucking zoned yeah, and then the TV with turns on. off. It's like, damn, motherfucker zoned a whole room of people. And, <laughs> That's ice cold. And no one talks about it. No one mentions it. The room got zoned. I don't know. <laughs> Shit's intense, man. But no, we need to go back and, and, and do fun stuff with our with our motorcycles and, and shit. This is. <laughs> Let's go so, back to the motorbikes. I think the only thing worth noting for the, from the end of the episode here is uh, that, you know, they say the president, they, you know, get it all dealt with. And then uh, Bandit is like apologizing to Overlord and he's saying, for well, goofing for his big goof, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I goofed as the president, but I did get this information that the doctor thought he was telling me about his his zone negator device. So I have the plan. So I'll just pop pop the the plans into our computer and we'll watch these great plans <laughs> and uh what happens instead is it's a big prank it's a big prank it's such and, a funny prank and it's it's a you just guitar, fell for my prank and it's some sort of rock and roll fun guitar music um, <laughs> it's like it's like a music video of glam rockers yeah and they're shredding um about red and white and some you know what? Some sort of vaguely they were talking about colors. I feel oh I no, they like weren't. Was, no, they weren't. I listened what were they to it. About? I listened to it really closely. This is oh, the lyrics did? that they, this is the lyrics of the song. It's you won't win. Why even try? Give up now or you're gonna die. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I I thought the same thing as you. And it's just I don't know. There's no context to this song. It's not a payoff to a funny like rock band goof from earlier in the episode. It's just out of nowhere. Yeah. If I they think... had shown maybe somebody listening to that earlier, we could have at least gotten some kind of through line of like, oh, he switched the tapes. Or... Yeah. You know, show we actually liked, uh, Fillmore did a similar thing where you've got this loose end where the bad guys plausibly still kind of got away with it. So you just need to make sure they get skunked at the very end. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the gum, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like giving him the, the hot spicy gum. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot uh, <laughs> about the spice gum. <laughs> this this was no spicy gum. So. And even that had it, it had a moment earlier in it's that true. episode. It's they, true. It, they, they built it up. They established it in the lore. It was a classic setup and punchline. But but it was <laughs> better written it was, but the payoff was kind of similarly vapid. It was just to make sure once you know, to make sure the bad guys got their comeuppance in some in some regard, that the show wasn't too emotionally dark. Mm. <laughs> right. Right. But at least um, but at least he ate some nasty gum. 
<laughs> at least yeah, it's a nasty guy. At least um, we pranked them with that fun do, song. The, fun president, have... the president's karaoke tape. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, guys, so we're back after having uh, slept one off. <laughs> this show, this show, um, we were, it, we can, we can talk about the, how the sausage gets made a little bit. We were, we were discussing doing this for three weeks I for doing yeah. six episodes of Zone Riders. And I don't I, think that's going to possibly cards. do that at, <laughs> at all. No, this one, this one week, I think has sated me forever. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. I think I think I think perhaps, you know, that question has been answered. I can shut that door. You know, that part of my life is over the zone. I'll leave the zone forever. Yeah, <laughs> I will actively forever. fight the zone um, and not fight the it. zone. <laughs> <laughs> Sixty five fucking episodes of this of this diarrhea cocktail. Um, How how did they do know. that? I can't believe it. It's it's um, just amazing to me because I I think that this show perhaps the, the the other show that we have watched on this show this podcast that is the most similar to this is Sky Surfer Strike Force or Ring Raiders. Uh, I I think Ring Raiders has too much legitimate like uh military stuff going on. <laughs> and yet they still only made like what five episodes of it? Yeah. How yeah. did this get so many? It's a really good question. But I think both of those shows are vastly superior, and I kind of didn't like either of those, right? right? Like I like <laughs> I liked them both somewhat. Like there's there's enough of a smile that comes to my face when I when I think about Sky Surfers or Ring Raiders. I think I'm gonna look back on this show and kind of wish that we didn't do it. <laughs> right? Do you? I mean, can you think of honestly any memorable characters from this show? Like that just sort of had like a cool, like anything. Um, <laughs> uh, no, know? I, I mean even even the villains that were supposed to be a little more fun and uh, just you know they got powers. They've got actual powers, but they mm-hmm. didn't, didn't give us enough to sink our teeth in. And the one, the one we got was you know kind of the plotty. Oh, it just it's just not fun enough. I think unless they're gonna yeah. have real fun with it, which I guess they did. There's nothing more high stakes than kidnapping the president. But yeah. it it still failed to to be fun. I think. Um, uh, let's let's go. No, let's there's put, no crazy stunts in this. There's one. no crazy stunts. Crazy stunts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we should go around really fast and say what one thing that we liked about this show before we say goodbye. Um, I have said the things I like. Not that there can't be anything said again, but what I liked was uh, you know uh, a willingness to to. To reject that in- glamorized military, s- I mean, but I don't know that it really does. I think it's just bad at doing it. <laughs> yeah, I th- but these guys are just such fucking dweebs. They're not rock and roll all stars. <laughs> it's kind of fun to see them be like completely forgettable and it's completely forgettable. They're just like their only thing is how much they love being an army. <laughs> they do love army. <laughs> um, I I will say I like. I I like the suggestion of the history between uh, Katarina and Dirk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, that was. Also I fun. like that there, there's sort of a glimmer of of something else going of on. Character and, and and again also rejecting the really easy like sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
but uh, otherwise yeah there's just there's no character there's just no yeah. like life to it or the action sequences are just incomprehensible uh zones zones <laughs> i did like the zones <laughs> do you think uh, they focus grouped and found that like the people who watched it really liked the zones <laughs> they're like what we <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot more romance in the pilot, and people were like, I think they should just think focus on the zone more. I don't think it's realistic. <laughs> uh, I, I'll, go, I'll go real specific on what I liked about this show. There's a part that we didn't talk about where when they uh, when 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 fake Prez Greg uh, disbands, the, yeah, <laughs> he disbands the hero group. The general is like, ugh. He's going to give me a desk job in Alaska. And then he hangs his head <laughs> and walks off screen like fucking Charlie Brown Christmas. And it brought a real big smile to my face. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It, was like, it is the I second time we've seen a show where they've got this sort of uh, globalist, like superhero team from around the world that answers to like no specific country. And mm. then, yeah. Uh, and then the president tries to be like, all right, you're over. And they're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a great point. I was thinking about that. He is the American president. Why are, this is this is a global force. Like why does he he doesn't have authority over like the Russian person or the <laughs> German person? It's America, dude. Yeah. America. Yeah. We run the show. We, we're going to buy Greenland. This is what's going on? <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, sorry. Did I get too topical? <laughs> oh, 2019 sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we did. We're back. We're we're back. We took a break. We're back. We did a we did a whole episode. You spiraled down into our zone, and I hope we touched your zone in a, hap a good way. And... Boy, we really spiraled. <laughs> Definitely spiraled. <laughs> oh, that actually that actually reminds me. We never in the episode actually talked about the fact that the zone is just a big spiral shape. Like he made the zone in a big spiral is shape. I, I didn't gather that. that. Is that I, I read that either. somewhere. I read that somewhere when I was doing a little research. It's just it, it's only the spiral zone because the he, the way he dropped the zone generators, it was just in a big spiral across the like North America or whatever the fuck it is. I don't even know. I guess it's I like that show. because it means that the spiral's not just as <laughs> just word salad. <laughs> I mean, it's but still it kind of is. It's definitely kind of still is. Uh, but thanks for listening. It's been a it's a fun one. We're back. We're back. We're gonna be weekly again for the foreseeable future until we you know want another break. But uh, but. Yeah, tell us uh, tell us where you can where you can find us, Rory. You guys all know the deal. If you like the show, you guys can go to Tim Apple's Podcast Town. That's podcast.apple.tv or podcast.apple.wherever wherever it is. Still funny. It's still look. I can't control what he calls it. I just have to tell you where they live. <laughs> so you can go to Facebook. We're on Saturday morning Tuesdays as a Facebook group where we do uh, we announce when stuff comes up and. We're on Twitter at Saturday Morning Tuesday, so if you want to know when a show comes out, you can listen to it. Uh, we have a website, uh, SaturdayMorningTuesdays.com. Yeah, I don't know, really know why you would go there, but it's there. Um, <laughs> and otherwise, we're on almost all of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe. Uh, I don't, we have to find out if we, I don't know if we can get on if we're on that if we're on we're on Stitcher, right? But we're not on Spotify. No Spotify. They're because they're stink man, and they they. They have they have rules, I guess. Standards, about. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, you know what we're doing next week? Great question. Uh, we <laughs> thought we were going to watch more Spiral Zone next week, and we definitely <laughs> can't do that. So uh, we're going to find out some fun new stuff to do. Uh, and it might be another stinker. It might be a thinker. Who knows? Um, but uh, stay tuned because it's no matter what, it's going to be fun. It's going to be more of that signature great time fun that we do. Hell yeah. Yeah, boys and girls and women and men and all the everything in between. Yeah. Damn save right. up. Save dead. See you next Tuesday.